0: get with me right here I don't want to talk in that like for sure so um, when we decided to do this Apostle Paul trip and we sort of mapped out the where where the boat was going what islands we were gonna to go to um, I looked at the whole itinerary and said one of these is not like the other right and that would be Patmos because Paul never came to Patmos that we know of um, he, he um, He was in ephesus of course but it seems that john was the most dominant influence here because of not only the book he wrote but probably his ministry to the western part of turkey asia minor those are the seven churches that john writes well when i looked at the itinerary i was like i can only handle studying one apostle okay a trip okay and so i asked Peter Paris and Peter is a dear brother married to Carla as you know he is a pastor by trade pastors don't die they just fade away right so, so Peter is leaving it all in the field um, these last number of years faithful partner minister in the gospel but even more that he's a great friend now I just asked him to share a few minutes about um, something that's meaningful from John's work, particularly the book of Revelation or 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. And so Peter, I'm going to kick it to you. Thank
1: you. First of all, Carla and I are so grateful to have uh, friends who believe in the sovereignty of God, even over Turkish Airlines. And uh, we learn perseverance of the saints is a reality. But uh, Yes, being asked to share something about John. um, He's very connected to Paul on the fact that they write about truth more than anyone else in the New Testament. John's gospel contains such a volume of truth that the other three gospels together can't match. And so um, really in answer to Pilate's question, what is truth and that was prompted by the lord jesus saying i came to bear witness to the truth and of course john's gospel is the one that furnishes us with these um, short statements that are not short in content of our lord's saying such as i am the truth so instead of having a sort of definition of truth verity actual factual and the sort of the host of adjectives you can have um jesus speaks of himself as being the incarnation of truth and we owe a lot of references to truth to david in the old testament who also talks about the god of truth and thy word is truth and uh, so uh, john says one or two things and i won't keep you tonight uh, except to I'd like to whet your appetite to get into your scriptures, to look at the references to truth as John and Paul speak about them. And uh, it's necessary because this age of existentialism, uh, if you look in the dictionary, it actually says a 20th century more defined philosophy. But in fact, as we've been learning, that uh, Rome was existential. That is, there is no absolute truth truth is your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth and uh, the great western civilization live and let live uh, is what in fact happened in Rome and it was all accepted you can be subject to your truth so it becomes a very personal subjective thing rather than an absolute and so um, John the apostle says some wonderful things uh, about the truth. He said a new commandment I write to you. Now this commandment, um, he said it's true in Jesus and it's true in you. Now this is incredible because before we get there, God the God of truth creates the first creation according to his plan subject to vanity but he did it in subjection with hope and so the first creation fails to sin and falls to sin and it was through the lie and so for the reverberations of that lie that echoed out with adam and eve and satan who jesus is a liar from the beginning and there's no truth in him so satan brings them subject to the lie And ever since then, the whole creation, the whole world, has been under the deception of the liar. And we're born like that. And of course, uh, no need to get into it today, but every intent of the thoughts of our heart is only evil continually. And that's not not talking about him, (laughs) that's talking about me. And so uh, what we're saved from is that. The intents, the spirit, the thoughts, the mind of the heart which is the seat of the spirit and of the mind it's only evil continually and so in that sort of background um, comes jesus who's to bear witness of the truth because he himself is the truth but man he exchanged do you remember what luther said the great exchange he was made sin for us so that we might be Made the righteousness that great exchange well before that happened of course adam exchanged the truth of god for a lie and so ever since then man when he's received the truth and the scriptures say god has made it evident to them and he's made it evident in them that's mankind and so man subverts the truth in unrighteousness and he doesn't want to come to the truth. In fact, Jesus said, man loves darkness rather than light because his deeds are evil. So when Jesus comes as the truth, bear witnessing of the truth, um, John wants us to know that through our identification with him in his death, in his burial, in his resurrection, and his ascension, that now what is true of Jesus is true of us and so i just want to share and finally give one or two scriptures that unless we believe them we will not be able to successfully fight the sin that dwells within our body and so there's this warfare that continually goes on until we die of this flesh lusting against the spirit but those that are christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and lusts. hallelujah And now we can put on Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So every writer in the New Testament agrees, including the Lord Jesus to the seven churches, that Christians can sin and do sin, and he calls them to repentance. But what we must believe also is not only that we are continual sinners, we've got to believe what God says about us. And Paul fights for this desperately when he's talking to the galatian church about the truth of the gospel that the truth of the gospel must stand and the truth of the gospel john says is it's true in him and it's true in us because god created the new creation which is not subject to vanity he subjects the new creation uh, he creates us in christ jesus so those of us who are new creatures, are new creations in Christ Jesus. New creations in God, and Paul says, in tr- holiness of a truth, in righteousness of a truth. Now all I'm doing is really doing what the Apostle, <laughs> our beloved Pastor Paul says so often. What's the challenge of this? <coughs> What's the application to us today? Well, we've got to believe who God says we are. And so one of the don't you knows that the Apostle Paul, and that's a lovely sort of collection of don't you knows to study. One of them is don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you and the temple of God, listen, is holy. Listen, that's what you are. So we've got to believe these things about ourselves. We've got to believe that we were created in God. We believe we are his workmanship. Jesus spoke of the one that would testify of him, and he said, there's only one who can testify of me. He said, it's the spirit of truth. And then of course, you also. And that is ours because of the Lord Jesus. Finally, a word about Demetrius. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: the apostle Paul speaks of the we've been told Demetrius who did us much harm but John speaks of a Demetrius it's another Demetrius or if it's not he was wonderfully converted John says this Demetrius he said everyone testifies to Demetrius he has a good testimony from everyone, and please listen, even the truth itself. Fancy being able to be a witness or to be witnessed to by the spirit of truth. And this is what the Apostle Paul says in bringing them together. The Apostle Paul says that he is with his companions. We are a manifestation of the truth wow that's challenging isn't it what does he mean by that he goes on a few uh, verses later he says we bear in our body the dying of the lord jesus so that the life of the lord jesus may become manifest in our mortal body and so this demetrius surely he's not alone in having the truth testify to him. And so my challenge and the challenge to me from these scriptures is that God has made me in such a way that he can bear witness of me. Now the the challenge is, do I live like that? So James says this about Christians, you lie against the truth. So but these things ought not to be so. And So James himself talks, he's the only one in the whole of the New Testament, that calls Christians sinners, but the rest uh, of the denomination that we are given is saints, the holy ones. So don't you know that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who dwells within us, and the temple of God is holy, and that is what you are. Amen. 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 Right, Thank you, Peter.
0: kind of uh, can, um, occurred to me while peter was, was sharing that we know that john was most likely the youngest of all the apostles and so while a lot of the apostles were being martyred in the 40s and 50s and 60s peter and paul for example um church tradition holds that you know john was exiled here he wrote revelation here um and that he lived well into 90 90 ad but if you read his letters um, particularly, and it really is gospel as well. It is, I think, probably the most distinctively doctrinal and theological of all the books in the New Testament. And and there's a reason for that. It's because as the church grew and the apostles died that heresies began to spring up. And so we know from church history, most likely John lived in Ephesus, we were just there, right, with Mary. Um, Again, don't, don't put divine authority behind that. But that's just what church tradition says. that there was a man named Syrinthus who lived in Ephesus, who was a gnostic, who denied the um, whole host of things about the gospel and the person who worked with Christ. And John most likely wrote those letters, wrote that gospel in part to counter that sort of um, heretical teaching and influence by Syrinths. It's all the last thing I'll say that I'll pray for us that Peter mentioned, that means that we are all called to be students of truth, Amen. students of the word, um, able to give an answer um, when God prompts us and gives us that opportunity. And John absolutely did that hey, I'm going to pray for us and we do want to pray for um, the